Repetition is a necessity in the learning process. Isaiah 28, 9 and 10, Whom shall he teach knowledge? And whom shall he make to understand doctrine? Them that are weaned from the milk and drawn from the breast. For precept must be upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little and there a little. When you come to God said, man said, in this particular feature, which is feature 734, you are repetitively exposed to the inerrant and certified truth, the only holy knowledge of the Word of God found in the majority text authorized King James Version of the Bible. This place is an open portal to the beauty of God and His Christ, who is the way, the truth, and the life. Some of you who have yet to make your decision for Jesus Christ have had the invitation of life, even eternal life, extended to you repetitively here and in other places, but you still stand afar off. I am reminded of God's word through his prophet Elijah to wayward Israel in 1 Kings 18.21, and Elijah came unto all the people and said, How long halt ye between two opinions? If the Lord be God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. And the people answered him, not a word. Will today be the day that the repetition bears fruit in you? Truly the open door is soon to close and the invitation revoked. Make your move now. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the supernatural kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said Proverbs 3, 19 and 20. The Lord by wisdom hath founded the earth, by understanding hath he established the heavens. By his knowledge the depths are broken up, and the clouds drop down the dew. God said Proverbs chapter 2, verses 1 through 6, My son, if thou wilt receive my words, and hide my commandments with thee, so that thou incline thine ear unto wisdom, and apply thine heart to understanding, yea, if thou criest after knowledge, and liftest up thy voice for understanding, if thou seekest her as silver, and searchest for her as for hid treasures, then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord, and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord giveth wisdom, out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. God said, 1 Timothy chapter 6, 20 and 21, O Timothy, keep that which is committed to thy trust, avoiding profane and vain babblings and oppositions of science, falsely so called, which some professing have erred concerning the faith. Grace be with you. Amen. Man said, The God of the Bible is not part of our science. Now the record. The headline on the cover of the March 2015 issue of National Geographic reads, The War on Science. The author of the 18-page feature, Joe Achenbach, laments the rise in skepticism in regard to today's science. He writes concerning a conversation he had with Dan Cahan of Yale University. In Cahan's descriptions of how we decide what to believe, what we decide sometimes sounds almost incidental. Those of us in the scientific communication business are as tribal as anyone else, he told me. We believe in scientific ideas not because we have truly evaluated all the evidence, but because we feel an affinity for the scientific community. When I mentioned to Cahan that I fully accepted evolution, he said, Believing in evolution is just a description about you. It's not an account of 
how you reason. Maybe, except that evolution actually happened. Biology is incomprehensible without it. There aren't really two sides to all these issues. Climate change is happening. Vaccines really do save lives. Being right does matter. And the science tribe has a long track record of getting things right in the end. Modern society is built on things it got right. End of quote. Mr. A expends considerable space on the Bible's position on creation, including a two-page photographic spread of a display at the Creation Museum in Petersburg, Kentucky, depicting Adam and Eve living contemporaneously with the dinosaur. The National Geographic caption reads, A Dinosaur in Eden. At the Creation Museum in Petersburg, Kentucky, Adam and Eve share paradise with the dinosaur. Young Earth creationists believe that the planet was created with fully functioning adult humans less than 10,000 years ago. Science holds that the Earth is 4.6 billion years old, that all life evolved from microbes, and that modern humans first appeared 200,000 years ago, 65 million years after dinosaurs died out. End of quote. The caption claims that science holds that the Earth is 4.6 billion years old, but science makes no such claim. It should be rewarded as evolutionary scientists hypothesize. A couple of definitions are in order. First, from Noah Webster's 1828 dictionary, science. Root word means to know, in a general sense, knowledge, or certain knowledge, the comprehension of understanding of truths or facts by the mind. The science of God must be perfect. End of quote. Definition number two from the Holman Bible Dictionary, scientific method, which includes observing a phenomenon, formulating a hypothesis, which is an educated guess, to explain the observation and performing a designed experiment to gather data to assess the validity of the hypothesis. End of quote. God does not do magic. He created all that we see and can't see with knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. His word is pure history, pure instruction, and pure science, and every position it decides to hold forth on. God is the father of all true science, which is knowledge. Men project that knowledge is power, and all knowledge is all power. Of course, that is true, and all knowledge is also the description of God. It might be wise to consider that nearly all of the earthly fathers of various scientific disciplines were creationists. There is a war on science, and that war began in Eden when Satan challenged God's science. Adam and Eve followed the devil's wicked lead. Since that day, a scientific field study has been put in play. Is God's science right? Will obeying or disobeying his commandments produce predictable and measurable results? The science of God's commandments, for example, have been continually challenged by the sons of Adam, and the results of the field study are in. Several excerpts from the God Said, Man Said series, the little difference, the, the literal difference, pardon me, is staggering, follow. The situation. God commands for male children to be circumcised in the Old Testament. And now doctors in Africa have discovered that this procedure is their most effective weapon against AIDS because it reduces the infection risk by half. It will save millions of lives. Results of the field study in the camp of the disobedient are as follows. Those negatively affected, millions of deaths. 
and the camp of the obedient, those negatively affected, zero. The situation. God commands against the consumption of alcoholic beverages. Results of the field study in the camp of the disobedient, those negatively affected, 13 million Americans are alcoholics. 100,000 alcohol-related deaths are expected this year. In the camp of the obedient, those negatively affected, zero. The situation, God strictly commands against fornication of any kind, including bestiality, premarital sex, adultery, homosexuality, and more. Results of the field study in the camp of the disobedient, in the U.S., those negatively affected, 70 million cases of genital herpes and HPV, 5 million with chlamydia, 1,100,000 with gonorrhea, 1 million with HIV, 45,000 cases of AIDS each year, 300,000 with hepatitis B, and 120,000 with syphilis. In the camp of the obedient, those negatively affected, zero, 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 zero. The situation. God commands against doing violence of any kind to any man. Luke 3.14. And the soldiers likewise demanded of him, saying, And what shall we do? And he said unto them, Do violence to no man, neither accuse any falsely, and be content with your wages. Proverbs 28.17, a man that doeth violence to the blood of any person shall flee to the pit. Let no man stay him. Results of the field study in the camp of the disobedient, according to the U.S. Department of Justice, 1,382,012 violent crimes were committed in 2008. In the camp of the obedient, the number of violent crimes, zero. The situation God commands, thou shalt not steal, Exodus 20, verse 15. Results of the field study in the camp of the disobedient, there were 6,588,873 cases of theft in America in 2008. In the camp of the obedient, the cases of theft, zero. The situation, God commands against all manner of sex outside of marriage, including rape. Results of the field study in the camp of the disobedient. According to the U.S. Department of Justice statistics for 2008, there were 89,000 forced rapes committed in America. In the camp of the obedient, those guilty of rape, zero. The situation. We are commanded to love our neighbors as ourselves, and we are to do violence to no man. Results of the field study in the camp of the disobedient in 2008 in America, there were 834,885 cases of aggravated assault. In the camp of the obedient, the cases of aggravated assault, zero. The situation, God commands against fraud in sundry passages. Results of the field study in the camp of the disobedient, according to the FBI, there were 234,199 arrests for fraud in 2008. Assume at least 10 cases of fraud for every arrest. In the camp of the disobedient, there were 2,341,990 cases of fraud. In the camp of the obedient, those guilty of fraud, zero. The data from field studies is conclusive. God's science found in his commandments is true and righteous altogether, every single one. In the National Geographic feature, the writer takes great confidence in the consensus of the scientific community. 
He must have missed the February 24, 2015 issue of the week. Keep in mind that God's word concerning the dinner table has been challenged incessantly. God endorses butter, eggs, whole milk, beef, salt, olive oil, and more. The headline in the week reads, Rethinking Fat and Cholesterol. The article follows. For decades, health experts have issued stark warnings that foods high in fat and cholesterol cause heart disease and other illnesses. But new research has determined that these guidelines, which prompted millions to shun red meat and eggs, were not supported by good evidence and were, in fact, in error. In the late 1970s, Americans were encouraged to reduce their fat intake to about 30% of their total daily calories. But after reviewing the research available at that time, a team of British scientists has concluded there was never any evidence that eating less fat would help reduce the risk of heart disease. When Americans were told to avoid meat, dairy, and fat, they increased their consumption of simple carbohydrates such as sugar, white bread, pasta, and processed foods, the real drivers of obesity, diabetes, and heart disease. The obesity epidemic basically began with the first dietary guidelines, points out Nina Tickholz, who's written a book on that topic. Meanwhile, the U.S. Dietary Guidelines Advisory Committee is no longer classifying cholesterol as a nutrient concern. The decision which reverses four decades of government advice reflects recent research suggesting that eating foods high in cholesterol does not significantly raise cholesterol levels in the blood or increase the risk of heart disease. Genetics, it turns out, has a much greater effect on cholesterol levels than diet. We got the dietary guidelines wrong. Dr. Stephen Nissen of the Cleveland Clinic tells USA Today they've been wrong for decades. End of quote. The following is from the God Said, Man Said feature, God's Word Prevails. Concerning creation scientists and their credentials, Lee Strobel, in his book, The Case for a Creator, weighs in with the following. No educated person any longer questions the validity of the so-called theory of evolution, which we now know to be a simple fact, evolutionary biologist Ernst Mayer. Scientists who utterly reject evolution may be one of the fastest-growing controversial minorities. Many of the scientists supporting this position hold impressive credentials in science. Larry Hatfield in Science Digest. There were 100 of them. Biologists, chemists, zoologists, physicists, anthropologists, molecular and cell biologists, bioengineers, organic chemists, geologists, astrophysicists, and other scientists. Their doctorates came from such prestigious universities as Cambridge, Stanford, Cornell, Yale, Rutgers, Chicago, Princeton, Purdue, Duke, Michigan, Syracuse, Temple, and Berkeley. They included professors from Yale Graduate School, the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, Tulane Rice, Emory, George Mason, Lehigh, and the Universities of California, Washington, Texas, Florida, North Carolina, Wisconsin, Ohio, Colorado, Nebraska, Missouri, Iowa, Georgia, New Mexico, Utah, Pennsylvania, and elsewhere. Among them was the director of the Center for Computational Quantum Chemistry and scientist at the Plasma Physics Lab at Princeton, the National Museum of Natural History at the Smithsonian Institute, the Los Alamos National Library, and the Lawrence Livermore Laboratories. And they wanted the world to know one thing. They are skeptical. 
after spokespersons for the public broadcasting system seven-part television series Evolution asserted that all known scientific evidence supports Darwinian evolution, as does virtually every reputable scientist in the world, these professors, laboratory researchers, and other scientists published a two-page advertisement in a national ag- uh, magazine under the banner, A Scientific Descent from Darwinism. Their statement was direct and defiant. We are skeptical of claims for the ability of random mutation and natural selection to account for the complexity of life, they said. Careful examination of the evidence for Darwinian theory should be encouraged. End of quote. Yes, National Geographic, there is a war on science, on true science, on God's science, his word. Be of good cheer, saints. God's word is a rock, a sure foundation. God said Proverbs 3, 19 and 20. The Lord by wisdom hath founded the earth, by understanding hath he established the heavens. By his knowledge the depths are broken up, and the clouds drop down the dew. God said 1 Timothy 6, 20 and 21, O Timothy, keep that which is committed to thy trust, avoiding profane and vain babblings and oppositions of science, falsely so called, which some professing have erred concerning the faith, grace be with thee, amen. Man said, the God of the Bible is not part of our science. Now you have the record.